0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Prime Subjective, a Star Trek podcast. Today, we'll, we will be discussing uh, Picard Season 2, Episode 1, which is called... What is it called? <laughs> it's called "It's called The Stargazer. I have the, the whole layout Stargazer. right now, but The Stargazer. I, Stargazer. It's called The Stargazer. I, that's right. yeah, I also didn't know what <laughs> it's called. <laughs> I knew what it was it, called and then and it left my brain. Um, uh, with me today, as always, is our great panel. We've got Mike Henley. Hello. We've got Jane M. Yes, yes. And we've got Carrie Henners.
1: Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. Oh, oh.
0: <laughs> and I am your host, Chris Newcomer. I'll do another sound. Yo, sure, sure, sure. I'm here with um, And welcome. And so I'll start first, real quickly, with our um, my favorite. Um, <clears throat> Uh, segment we do, which is how you doing. So, hey, Carrie, how you doing?
1: I'm doing great. It was my mother's birthday today. You remember my mother. Your mother who loves
0: Captain Kirk.
1: My mother from previous episodes (laughs) of this. uh, Yeah. So we went up to visit my mother and um, had some cake, had some olive garden. uh, And now we're back.
0: That's nice wonderful. day, nice and When And when you were there, you were family, and you were with your family. So that's, Yeah, <laughs> when you were
1: there, today. we were <laughs> family. Yeah. Carrie's
0: mother is, of
2: course, a fascinating bit of prime subjective lore.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. Indeed. Yes, if, if people are following yeah. along, they will definitely <laughs> then, remember.
2: Definitely going to do a reboot about Carrie's mom in 10 years. I
1: mean, <laughs> Why not? you know. Mother's Day's coming up. We could do a special episode. <laughs> I
2: like that. <laughs> I have
0: some notes. <laughs> oh my god, that's just what you want. Yeah. Jay's, Jay's hard notes on your mom. That'd be that'd be really.
2: Good. Oh, <laughs> I'm, see, I'm,
0: oh I see. I see.
1: We're reviewing mothers, and that we're not inviting our mothers to talk with us. We're just reviewing, no,
0: we're reviewing our mothers. mothers. Yeah, so they're, they're in the room as we talk about it. review them. Yeah, they're
1: okay.
0: hearing it
1: live. I get it.
0: I a mean, nice Mother's yeah. Day roast. You know, you can't go wrong with that. Yeah.
1: yeah love it. Yes.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know
1: that. what else my mom didn't let me do when I was a kid? <laughs>
2: <laughs> and you know what else Perry's mom didn't let me do when I was a kid? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Funny. Well, hey, yeah. Jay, how are you
2: doing? I'm, I'm good. I've been making myself some Indian food. And one of the great tragedies of my life is that one of the best garnishes you can put on Indian food is raw onions, diced, mm-hmm. but my mm-hmm. stomach cannot handle that many raw onions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so my stomach and my culture are at war and I'm in the middle.
3: No, that's horrible. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Mm,
1: I okay. heard Jay, I, I heard that if you soak raw onions for a little while before you eat them, if you're putting them mm. like soak them in cold water, it will get out some of that acidity for you. I've, I've mm. read that. Mm. I've tried that. I've tried that a few times when i does I've
2: it. Had. Does it mess with the flavor?
1: No. No, it's just drain it out. and no,
2: Just the texture so. of it all. You're just
1: like, yeah, soaking them in some cold
2: water. Wow. wow my life has forever changed.
1: I don't know if it will change your life, but I... It
2: it has. It
0: (laughs) It has and it is, and it's changed. It's too late, Karen. Um, you can't take it. Back. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm just here trying to make everybody's cultures
0: better. <laughs> like all the Karens of the world. I'm kidding. Like I'm all Karen. the Karens
1: yeah. of the world. <laughs> yeah. You know what you should be doing with your food? <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs>
2: and you can put Make sure to put a mural of me up
0: in your home country. Oh okay. After I fix your cuisine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: fixed it. I fixed it.
0: Oh, man. Well, on that note, Mike, how are you doing?
3: Uh, I'm doing all right. I'm uh, having a weird weekend where I'm uh, I'm, I'm I'm home alone uh, because uh, my girlfriend went up to see her parents uh, and I am actually um, squirrel sitting. I guess we, we've had a we've had a squirrel problem in our house and um, like a squirrel kind of burrowed in basically and was kind of, you know, kind of uh, skidding around possibly getting into the air vents potentially. Uh, So we told our landlord, Hey, there's a problem with this. And all they did was basically take some sheet metal and, you know, board up the hole, but didn't really check to see if the squirrel was still in there, which I feel like would probably be a good thing to do oh, so then no. we have a trapped squirrel in there and then we're spotting like new holes basically that are you know forming in our building and we're calling the landlord's office not being much help so so bottom line is actually i am uh you know there may still be a squirrel trapped in our house may not so i am keeping both ears on on that right now so
1: well you'll know when mind. it's when it's not there because you'll start to, to smell, smell it, it. Yeah. yes <laughs>
0: yes yes <laughs> Ooh. yeah oh yeah. man well r.i.p okay. future dead squirrel um nice. that's gonna be in mike's walls that's uh, that's uh that's not the most fun pet sitting duty uh i'm on pet sitting duty no. as well but mine's a lot more fun because i'm supposed to keep the animal alive uh, mm. which is nice <laughs> those, <laughs> those are always I bet. better I, agree. <laughs> I i would uh, agree
2: after you said R.I.P. dead squirrel sitting in Mike Henley's walls,
0: I really wanted to say, speaking of Star Trek Discovery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's Michael Burnham has dead squirrels in her, um, in, yeah. it, in the Jeffries tube. That's the, that's, <laughs> that's the, why they that's have coming the in the next episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why
1: they have the cat there.
0: <laughs> Finally, a plot twist I can get behind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Hey, Carrie, I don't know if we, do we have any Trek in the news this week? It feels like we you must You know
1: what? Have. I don't.
0: <laughs> no, that's fair. That's totally fair. <laughs>
1: because I was so excited about Picard. I'm like, we're yeah. going to get into Picard. We're going to get into Discovery. We're going to get into it. It was my that's mom's great. birthday today. I no, I feel
0: how. you. And and I, you know what I love? I think in lieu of Trek in the News, I just invite everyone who's not on Twitter to go enjoy Star Trek t- Twitter right now because like, our hive is rising. Everyone's really oh. living and, and happy and in a good mood and posting about Picard and all the their like favorite nostalgic things they're seeing on the show. Um, loved, which is loved which is really long. cool. Yeah, it was great. It was. I, I also loved it. Yeah. Chris Newcomer, yeah. how you doing? Oh, I'm well. Thank you for asking. Uh, You're welcome. I you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm my 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 setup is a little different because I've been dog sitting all weekend for some friends who are away, um, and I have just been hanging out with little pooch who is a darling little nine month old um terror he's not a terror he's he's lovely but you know um I, I will be excited when he's a little bit older and a little bit more calm I, I chill with older dogs I think a little bit more but other than that I'm good and I'm jazzed to talk about um Stargazer episode one of Picard so why don't I jump right in I'll give a little bit of um the beginning uh recap and we can talk about our first thoughts and we'll go from there <clears throat> so you know um season one ended with um Jean-Luc Picard gaining a new lease on life um, by transferring his consciousness into a synthetic body uh, to spare him from a terminal neurological disorder. Um, and with Picard, of course, we had a new group of familiar, new and familiar faces from around the Federation. And they uncovered a Romulan conspiracy and ended a ban on synthetic life um, that had prompted Picard's initial departure from Starfleet. Um, and though the day may have been saved, um, you know, it seems like there's a lot more that can happen uh, here in Picard season two. Um, So we open up and Picard is overseeing a harvest back at his family's vineyard at the end of the season um, with the vineyard's Romulan caretaker, Laris, uh, providing valuable support. Um, I like that scene is sort of showing her designing the the bottle they're gonna use. It was very sweet. Um, At the end of the day, they're toasting a successful season and Laris reveals she's beginning to move on from the death of her husband, Jaban, um, with Picard and Laris uh, contemplating a possible romance between themselves before they ultimately sort of pull back. I think Picard kind of pulled back. That was my sense of it. Um, okay. And reflecting over his choice to live without a partner into his twilight years, Picard recalls an incident from his childhood as his mother tells him to look up to the stars and dream about them while she and his father argue and fight intensely. Whew, was, they packed a lot in, in that first, yeah. first little scene. What, what do we think? Can we talk about how
2: quickly Laris Laris and Picard go from like remembering their dead comrade to her hitting on him? Her it's dead like, husband. Her dead, yeah. Her <laughs> yeah. dead husband. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And it's That's like a, within
0: a minute what, and a half, like there's kind yeah. of a silence. Yeah.
1: I, that she's I like, how like how it? about you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I do well, they, think that sort of reflects reality in some ways because I know a fair amount of older couples who have been, mm. who mm. end up together because they've been around each other. They don't, they're don't. they not meeting a lot of other people. Um, my yeah. grandfather, my step-grandfather <laughs> ended up uh, marrying my yeah. grandmother's nurse. Her hospice care nurse so yeah if you're
1: if you're was, an older around. person if you're an older person listening sound off in the comments <laughs> <Yeah>. uh <laughs> <laughs> Hi, how'd you meet your sick sick oh um <laughs> I, I i liked that that it, it was like they brought into the romulan culture into that like well you know <laughs> In our Romulan culture, we moving on and growing our love is the greatest. Uh, however, she phrased it, the, the biggest. How did she phrase that? The biggest honor.
0: Yeah, it was like that kind thing of thing you could mm-hmm. do to
1: the memory. I can't remember the exact phrasing of of your of your deceased loved one. Yeah. So I thought mm-hmm. that was interesting way to look at it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I did. No, yeah, go ahead. Okay.
3: I was about to say, you know, I, I, I enjoyed that. And I thought they, um, you know, I, I thought they, you know, they have solid chemistry. And, you mm-hmm. know, I, I thought that was interesting. I also think that, like, we'll get into it as the episode goes on. There's very little attention paid or, like, you know, kind of bringing up Picard's new kind of, you know, lease on life. Basically, it, it is oh, no. kind of only mentioned very, very, very briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'd think it would kind of come up here maybe a little bit if mm-hmm. only because... You know, um, and especially, you know, the idea of like we're two older, you know, people who, you know, like we're in our mm-hmm. and with the card, it's just like, well, not really quite for you, but like, OK. You know. Yeah, um, so it's sort a- of
1: like they programmed him mm-hmm. to be that age. But mm-hmm. theoretically, mm-hmm. He he's could a baby. Still be, <laughs> yeah, he has all the memories, but he could still be strong. He's probably stronger, healthier, yeah. not sick. He's probably yep. going to live another hundred years. Um, so oh. Wait, that, that is I'm guessing They live a lot longer in the future like, But I, yeah, I it feel it like, supposed
0: to be like a hundred and third Yeah, you know, I think he's already over a hundred, isn't he? I think he's already yeah. So it's so like another twenty-ish years They years.
1: raised the median life expense expectancy Year in the future
0: in the yeah, They're doing the opposite um, of what we've been doing in our current timeline Which is lowering oh, people oh, <laughs> yes, yes, lowering life yes. expectancy <laughs> Yeah, yeah um,
1: I, no. I wonder, they are not bringing up In this whole episode, in the last episode, the last two episodes of The Next Generation, Beverly Crusher was his ex-wife already. Oh, honey.
0: Yep. -hmm. That's all I've been thinking about. What's up? Where is Beth?
3: Where is Beth? What is happening? Where's Dr. Crush? (laughs) They always had an escape hatch with that because they basically said, it's the future, but also, like, things could turn out entirely differently.
1: Yes, you're right, you're right, you're right.
3: But right. if what you're saying is I want to see Beverly Crusher, you know, in the season, I'm 100% on board
0: and completely yeah. agree. Yeah. I mean, she is, I just love her. And i I mean, they kept like, especially in the, in this, in the series finale, obviously it made it seem like they were going to, you know, but you know, it, mm-hmm. you never, you can't always get what you want. And that is a, uh, that's a fair, a fair thing.
1: My, here's I, my future I, ex-life Beverly Crusher.
0: <laughs> anyone. Okay. Uh, well, I was just gonna.
2: One thing I really loved about this part of the episode was that it took something that was portrayed as a strength in the 1980s Next Generation, which was Picard's kind of mm-hmm. unquestioned but like resolute commitment to duty and his and justice and whatever and all of that, and, and he sort of at times was a bit like just kind of like bland the the avatar of justice and duty. Um, and that's what he was. And this is kind of flipping it and making him almost like a slave to duty to the point where like he doesn't know how to do anything for himself. Mm-hmm. And it's taking something that was very prized and, pra- and praised in the 1980s and then putting a very like moderate twist on it where it's like, what are you doing for your own mental health, buddy?
1: Yeah. yeah. I also think <laughs> that there's an yeah. aspect of because he was previously expecting that he was at the end of his life. So he was, he was, his mindset was in a different place. Like he was ready, like his life was over. He was, you know, coming to mm-hmm. terms with that. But now what is he, how is he going to live the, the rest of his life? This new gift that has been given him, things have just changed for him. Yeah. So how, what will you do differently? You know, yeah.
3: <clears throat> Yep. Agreed. There's there, there's two things about this sequence uh, in addition that I really, really enjoyed. One is um, the flashback with his mother, which I I, I thought was fine. I, you know, I, I, I thought it was definitely solid. But one thing I really enjoyed, too, is that they kind of retroactively. And I know this because watching original next gen, you know, not too long ago. Um, Picard's mother shows up in an early episode of Next Gen. She's like a, a, a vision or something. And she has a, she has a French accent. Uh, And they decided to go back and fix that because it was always the joke with Next Gen about the (laughs) fact that, you know, Captain Picard is a Frenchman with a British British accent accent. (laughs) and what's up with that. Um, And I like the fact that they kind of retroactively were just like, no, no, his mom had a British accent too. It was a whole thing. Um, So I really enjoyed that. The other one, very tiny, but I always, I always really enjoy like scenes like this that are like, here's the vineyard in operation because like, I love, I, I love seeing the, it's, tech we know now, it's just that it's tweaked a little mm. bit futuristically, and I loved the tiny little transporter patterns that were, um, you know, kind of picking up uh, the grapes off the vine, basically. I love stuff like that, because yes. it's such a cool application of, you know, the things that we see, that that, that we know as part of this franchise, you know? Mm. No, I, I
1: I, I I wrote that down as something that I picked out that I really enjoyed about the show. Yeah, like what, how how our lives have changed with technology. But did you catch the Bajoran tablet in his office among all of the artifacts? We no. Talk, we, that was on the oh. trailer. We might have spoken oh. about it. Oh, but the, okay. okay. The, the artifacts that Cisco smashed and the paw wraiths came out. Oh. Um,
0: hmm. Yes. So. All right.
1: So Picard has that in his office and he's studying
0: it. He must have murdered like, Benjamin Sisko. That must have Yeah, Hallie he must have wow. murdered <laughs> Ben <Wow>. Sisko. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll keep, I'll keep uh, describing the rest of the episode and we can unless anyone has any further points on this last this first first round. Okay. So while Picard delivers an address at Starfleet Academy, congratulating Elnor on becoming the first full-blooded um, Romulan Starfleet recruit, Seven of Nine repels an attack uh, by raiders on her ship for its medical supplies. Um, and side note, I love this version of Christopher Rios, the, um, the sort of, I guess he's Scottish, mm-hmm. right? Or, or, he's amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: um, but successfully defending her ship, Seven stumbles across a subspace anomaly, anomaly, running into Captain Chris Rios to pick up his ex-girlfriend, Dr. Agnes Jurati, on the USS Stargazer to investigate further. Girardi had been touring the cosmos with Soji and a group of synthetics to instill goodwill and dispel prejudices among them about them and is not thrilled to be reunited with Rios. They had just broken up. Um, Intercepting a transmission from the anomaly, Girardi deciphers it as a distress signal addressed to Picard and asking to be inducted into the Federation. Um, Number one. I love when we love we see actors uh, be drunk. That's always fun. It's fun to see Agnes Jurati, you know, really let loose. Oh, yeah.
1: uh... <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Also, the um, guy who hit on
2: her at the party, like the Simp, looked a lot like Jeff Bezos. He had a very Jeff he Bezos He did kind of look like <laughs> Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Specifically Jeff
3: Bezos in like his recent mode where it feels like he wants to look like Pitbull for some reason. I don't know why.
0: But, like, it's... <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. whatever. That's very funny. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> I enjoyed I very much enjoyed the the hologram versions of Rios. I kind of enjoy them better than the actual <laughs> Rios. Oh I love this I but like the concept of like this one person playing all these different parts and they're all a hologram. I'm more excited about that. Yeah, I think.
0: Um and I, I guess I, this, new, this new hologram is, is all of them combined, right? That's what she was saying. It's sort of, he's got the... Oh,
1: this, is that what it is? I, <laughs> I think that's what that she was art. saying. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love that so much. I don't love, I don't love the the cigar that the Captain Rios is always smoking. <laughs> only because, like, I don't mind that he has, like, a thing he's smoking a cigar on the bridge. Like, that's fine. But similar to how we were talking about uh, the upgraded tech. I mm-hmm. had I had believed that humanity had j- sort of, you know, evolved beyond smoking. I remember several references whenever they went back in the past on episodes. Like, oh, what is that? Are they smoking? I don't get it. They're killing themselves like they didn't understand smoking. So I would have loved to see an uh, equivalent, a cigar, a, a future cigar equivalent rather than an old fashioned cigar. That's the kind of thing that sort of stopped me. Pulled me out, as they say, of the of the show.
3: Could it be that we are looking at a futuristic equivalent, just someone
1: that looks
2: like a present day uh, cigar? Yeah, like I don't a Synthall Hall kind of version of a cigar. Okay, yeah.
1: I'll believe. I'll go with so, that. So okay. Would
2: you Would you rather he hit that jewel instead of lighting a cigar? I know what I was going to say. <laughs> you want him to hit a fat vape?
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe he could be vaping on the bridge.
0: <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs>
1: Well, if vaping <laughs> well, wait, wait. is the a modern day, like if we had went a hundred years, if somebody from a hundred years ago just beamed into the f- now, like what is that vaping thing? They wouldn't understand. So I would imagine there would be something like that further on in the future. Like what are people smoking because of,
0: you know, I feel like they would accuse us of breathing fire it would, that would be sort of, would be sort of <laughs> the, um. Yeah. The equivalent, um, you know, because what's that they say? If it, uh, to any sort of um, un um, technologically advanced society, technology looks yeah. like magic, right? That sort yes. of thing. Yes.
1: Yeah. Maybe. So, you know, what what kind of tech magic, cigar smoking thing <laughs> can we
2: see? Um, I I found the Rio's Girardi thing a bit uncomfortable. And I'm very surprised that we've reached a point where Star Trek is taking notes from the Orville. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> Maybe. So, Oops, yeah, so. It
2: is
0: very yeah. that. Yeah. 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 That's that's meta in, in its own way, right? Because Orville is... Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm well, kind of glad. I'm kind of glad that they separated these characters <laughs> for the beginning of this season because I felt like those relationships in the previous season were just shoehorned in there mm-hmm. and so now that they separated them a little bit maybe now we can get to know what their relationship was like to believe it a little bit more i love well, they,
0: they, they, they separated them. both pairs too right both, yeah they yeah. sort of
1: separated them um mm-hmm. i i and i also really appreciated the time jump between the seasons like yep. um it, it's mm-hmm. not like the next day from the previous season but you know all of this stuff has happened and it's sort of like uh reunion kind of show. Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So I enjoyed that. Yeah. Getting the band back together Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Of the first episode. Mm -hmm. I um yeah, no, I, I liked this a lot, especially because like I feel like of all the characters last season. So last season I think was very controversial for a lot of Star Trek fans. Um you know and I enjoyed it but I completely understand, you know, there were, you know, differing opinions and I understand why. And I feel like, you know, the character I think that popped the least for me was Agnes, I felt. And, mm-hmm. you know, that that's nothing against Alison Pill, who's an actor I really, really like. But I feel like her character was kind of confused and it, mm-hmm. it like and, and a lot of what she went through I think was never hundred percent really kind of reckoned with basically she mm-hmm. sometimes felt more like a plot device than a character. Yeah. Um and and I'm appreciating a focus on actually really kind of drilling into her a little bit, hopefully basically you know like that was yeah
1: my, I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. I never really got a sense of what was her deal as a character what was her personality like, what was her deal. Yeah, like, she did agreed. just seem like a plot device. Yeah.
2: Like, yeah it felt like what you know sometimes in, in the uh, in an older Star Trek they'd bring in like some random genius for an episode (laughs) yeah so she was just kind of there for a whole season
1: (laughs) (laughs) she just never left
0: yeah
2: it's like all right special whatever 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 do your thing with your
0: rocks but then she's like still there they did give her that sort of cherry line of being able to get get that guy off her back by saying, "Yeah, I was acquitted for murdering my boyfriend because I was driven insane by alien mind stuff or forget oh, yeah, exactly I what she said, mm-hmm. but it was mm-hmm. very funny." Mm-hmm. I I'm love sure.
2: That. I'm sure Jeff Bezos has never had a woman talk to him that way. Yeah. That
0: <laughs> so he, he decided, you know what? I'm yeah. getting back in my cryopod and going back yeah. to sleep for another thousand years.
2: <laughs> I
1: love those kind of lines though that just like explain away some stuff so we can move forward.
0: <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> well there was and this this episode was rife with it, which we see in the next scene where with um where Picard reconnects with Gyned, and she says, Oh, you know, I aged myself so that I would make everyone else right. feel comfortable. Which I was like, That's mm-hmm. that's perfect because yeah. you know Elorians mm-hmm. are super yeah. powerful minds, mm-hmm. they're able to do mm-hmm. things. I love, love, love that.
1: Um, they they did that with Q too. It's like, oh, yeah. I didn't realize you were so- <laughs> we,
2: before we move on to that scene, can sure, we talk sure. about Picard's Starfleet Academy speech? Um uh-huh. yeah and the little subtle ways in which it was a little strange. So for one, um, if Elnor is part of Starfleet Academy, does that mean he views it as a lost cause? <laughs> is my first question. <laughs> oh, okay. Secondly, Picard well, like- i like tweet that. <laughs> Picard, Picard comes up to the podium and he's like, I stand before you, the last Picard, which is kind of a weird yeah. thing to say to the yeah. like classic graduates. <laughs> I noticed it's that true. too. That's very He's bizarre. also not
1: even, he's also not even, like, uh, because he's synthetic. So,
2: yeah, the Picards are all dead, technically. The Picards, Picard's are, all are dead. gone. And he's sort of <laughs> making, like, an informal vow of celibacy right there, too, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah.
1: Can a synthetic being procreate?
0: Well, Data sure tried. Um, he
1: sure... Yeah. I mean, by. By natural means, though, like if well, him and uh, ways, yeah. Laris I got mean, together, I... could they have a, a child in the the regular yeah. kind of way?
3: Lars definitely yeah. seemed eager to find out. Yeah. Huh?
1: You got you? Sh- are you shooting blanks, Picard?
0: <laughs> <laughs> From your automaton penis, are you shooting blanks, Picard? <laughs> I'm sure Doctor Crusher has a spray for that.
3: <laughs> you, can look, you can look her up. <laughs>
2: Oh my
1: god
2: I, oh. Like, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, <laughs> Picard, wait, wait.
0: Fan theory where Picard gets his Viagra from Crusher. It's like really awkward every time. <laughs> oh my god. She's still yeah. his primary care physician. He has enough, Yeah, no, enough she has got to be. It she has got to be. It yeah. <laughs> it's your PCP it's uh yeah. awkward um,
1: I looked up, okay, Come let on, me just Beverly. change the subject abruptly. Let me change the subject <laughs> Um I looked up the flags that were behind the card while he was giving this speech. I was curious to find little bits and pieces and tidbits that we could discuss here. I noticed uh, I see I'm not clear whether those were flags of Federation members or those were flags of uh, uh, cadet cadet worlds. Like are these flags that represented the cadets or those flags representing the Federation? I wasn't clear, but there was a Klingon flag. There was a Bajoran flag and there was a Ferengi flag, that were okay. among the other flags that we usually see. Those were the three, you know, unusual that not ones. Yet joined. Yeah, yeah, that had not yet joined. So if they were members, if they became members, that could be interesting. Or they're just referencing cadets that became uh,
0: <laughs> Starfleet cadets. I like that. It's a deep, a deep catch, a deep cut. That's um, yeah, that's good. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to keep going unless you guys have other thoughts on that scene. Just one real quick thing. Again, I keep
3: noticing, I keep noticing like cool effects stuff in this episode, which, you know, uh, I, I, you know, but I I really enjoyed like, so first of all, there's two, because I think it's right around here where we get this moment where we start on earth and then we just pull back and back and back and back and back and back, which I, I always love like (coughs) stuff like that. But also when the temporal anomaly appears, like it does this thing, like like they visualize it in a way that's actually different in Star Trek. Cause like, look, been around the block several times. We've all seen a whole bunch of temporal anomalies. This one does a thing where like, <laughs> it, it literally looks like a hole in space. But also, like, one where there's still, like, connective tissue that is, like, fraying as it kind of grows, basically. I thought the same mm. thing. And I thought it was a really cool effect. And I just, just a different way to, you know, demonstrate mm. something that, you know, on the face mm-hmm. of it is probably something very familiar to us. I liked that a lot. Yeah. Wait, Mike, you know what that cool. reminded me
0: of? And I, I, you might be, and actually, you and Karen both maybe have played this game from the 80s. Um, <laughs> called,
2: called Tag? <laughs> oh, no, yes called tag. That's the game I'm ketchup. referring to. A it's a computer game. Bang a stick. Hoop, bang a hoop, stick on a rock. This hoop is a computer and stick, game right? yeah.
0: called Loom. And oh, I the, remember Loom.
2: Yes. Yeah. And you like you I have to like.
0: It's it's a beautiful. It's, but yes. basically, like you're a, a weaver. You're a weaver of the universe, and like the universe is. And Ooh. so it's it's similar kind of imagery. It's really neat. Um, I, I had. Game.
2: I was ready to guess. Star con- uh the Urquan Star Control two, the Urquan Masters is my like long shot guess that I would also know the game. <laughs> uh, wow I don't even know that yeah. game, so there it would have been I,
0: I'm sorry.
1: I'm of the Oregon Trail generation. That's my oh, yes. age. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, okay, yes. Uh, I'm the
2: Zumbinis generation. I'm the
1: Zumbini generation. Okay. Wait, there was another reference. Uh, did we pass the part where we talked the flashback of Picard's childhood? Did we?
0: Yeah, that was not that first, that ends that first. That sequence. was
1: that first. Yeah. Se- okay, that ended that first sequence. I thought that was an interesting thing uh, that had never been mentioned before about Picard character something right. completely new that there was some trauma in his and,
2: childhood yeah. and they're sort of rewriting him a little bit to say like oh yeah his whole reason like the trauma has has is what's behind everything you saw in the next generation
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the, reason the reason why he went up into space because from that one episode of, uh, of the next generation we learned that his family at the winery didn't want him to go do that so right. why did he do it
2: well, his brother—I don't know—it's more complicated than saying his family did. Yeah. To, to
1: well, they—they they weren't like, oh look, they were kind of—they were kind of like, oh look who's back, Mr. Star Captain Guy. I and love that. Episode. So great. <laughs> that's, that's
2: one of the best episodes. of Star Trek. That's, <laughs> that's, career, that's like oh, his
0: own I older love that one specifically. Yeah. Who's like, there's jealousy. There's so that's just a phenomenal yeah. episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a, clearly at a past romance with his sister-in-law. I guess there's some sort of like There's
1: <laughs> something weird
2: there.
0: Something oh. weird there. I, I, I also, it. I always love the, the the tiny little world building, which feels
3: very human to me. Like the idea of like, you could be this, you know, superstar starship captain, you know, captain of the flight, but like you still go home and your brother is basically just like, I'm not impressed.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, probably,
3: I don't care. Yeah, I read about you all the time in the newspaper. I'm not impressed. <laughs>
1: um, and, I and, saw you and, in your diapers. Get over yourself. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and 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 Carrie, you 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 mentioned that too about his backstory and the kind of the 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 uh, kind of rewriting that basically. I know that I know that uh Patrick Stewart is a, you know, a, a very vocal um yeah, is an executive producer, yeah. And he also is a very vocal about uh, domestic violence, because he's he's spoken mm. about this, yeah. especially recently, about how you know, seeing his mother, excuse me, seeing his his father hit his mother basically when he was younger, and and kind of being a survivor oh. of
1: that, you know,
3: and he's done a lot so, of activism around that. So it's it's very so, close. Yeah. To him, yeah.
1: So we think that they're weaving some of his yes. natural his yeah. stories into Picard. That's interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I like that. Absolutely. Okay. So um, then Picard reconnects with his old friend, Guinan, who runs her own bar in Los Angeles since leaving the Enterprise, um, confiding about his hesitancy in pursuing a serious romantic relationship for much of his life. Um, and they have a great reunion. I think we can all agree it was nice to see Guinan. Um, and and as we mentioned, they had that that uh, explained her, her her aging and how why it mm-hmm. <laughs> happened that way. But you can t- you can really tell those two actors uh, how we're having fun with that scene and, and enjoying seeing each other. <clears throat> I love how like Sorry and Brandy is suddenly hooch. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Whereas, like, in every it's other Star Trek, stuff. Yeah, yeah, in every other right. Star Trek, like, it's like, oh, you maybe some Saurian brandy. it's yeah. implied yeah. that it's fancy, and here it's just like, oh, you want the hooch? All right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, they got some better stuff there. They got canar They got top shelf canar They don't need that
2: Saurian right. brandy.
0: <laughs> Importing uh, exporting has improved like you know two thousand percent since back then. Uh, Back at his home, Picard is approached by Starfleet Command regarding the Anomaly and its message and travels to the Stargazer, where he reunites with his old friends, including Seven. Um, After Picard messages the Anomaly, a new type of Borg vessel emerges from it, prompting the entire Starfleet armada to arrive on the scene and make a stand. Um, And despite the Stargazer putting up its shields, um, the Borg Queen comes from that ship and is able to easily teleport herself onto the Starship's bridge and begins accessing the command codes to the Armada by hacking into the Stargazer's systems. Um, with no one able to stop the Borg Queen, Picard activates the Stargazer's self-destruct sequence to prevent the Queen from gaining, gaining further control. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it did, a, a lot happens kind of fast, and they really do, actually they kind of open with that, right? They open with um, yeah that scene of the of people from lower decks sort of fighting their way to the to the bridge, and then we see now we see sort of the other end of it. I um, feel like the 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 they, they. Well, I don't. I, maybe I missed something, but I feel like they framed that beginning
2: scene so that you'd think it was Seven of Nine who was the one with the tentacles coming out, because they because oh, you huh. hear Picard say Seven, and I don't think you see Seven in that opening scene. Like you only mm. see the oh, more Okay. Huh. And so at least I, I went think into it thinking, yeah, it thinking, oh, I guess Seven of Nine is uh, gone she rogue went, again.
1: She went crazy. <laughs> um, That's funny. Also, I the, didn't think of the, that.
2: the closed captioning said that. Um, the Borg. When the Borg communicated, it said the character's name was the Legion. I saw Legion. that too. Yes. Yes.
1: Oh, spoilers in the closed captioning. We got a royal letter. Always
2: spoilers. <laughs> I will. My we experience s- has been ruined. <laughs>
1: so I, I what I got from that is the Borg. Oh, I'm sorry. Were we, uh, Chris? Were you done with? No, no, the, no that, yeah.
0: That we're pausing for the. For oh, to, okay. To um. Uh.
1: What I got from that is uh that the. Borg are like are coming from a different timeline. Essentially, yeah. I mm-hmm. didn't feel like this was the same timeline that the Borg were from. I felt like this is a possible eventuality of the Borg. So if they're be- they're calling Legion, I don't know if it's like a parallel universe. I don't know if it's a different timeline, but there was a rip in the space, as we know, because the Borg were essentially uh, decimated. Right. But there were no we took care of the board. Janeway saw to that.
2: Janeway saw to that. The writers yeah. thought of that.
3: Was, was this the first time this was ever confirmed, but because my Voyager um memory might be a little bit rusty because I felt like that was kind of left up in the air. And then just when they didn't return in, you know, in you know, any of the new stuff is basically just like, I guess they're just not a problem anymore. Was this the first time they actually really established that? I don't know. We'll see, Janeway,
1: she had all of the memory, she lived to she lived to be an older person and she knew all of, learned all the secrets of the Borg. But then she went back in time right. and helped the younger version of her learn all the secrets of the Borg that she learned in those yep. years. Yep. And then okay. they figured out how to do it and they figured out how to beat them and they went through the tr- uh, trans-war conduit and they won. Mm-hmm. And so now they knew how to beat the Borg.
2: But it's sort, of, it's sort of the Terminator problem, right? Which is that when you're like a resistance fighting against this like all-encompassing hive mind that can replicate itself you can't really do anything to win ever
3: no Um, No.
2: like in term like in the more recent terminator movies which are hot garbage but that's a separate story (laughs) like the best they can do is like destroy some important robot making facility Mm -hmm. in one place and -hmm. that's it it's like all right what about all the other ones and so the same way with the borg like they destroy whatever it is. Like I think it's Unimatrix Zero or whatever. That's like the hub, mm-hmm. the central hub, yes. is the central yeah. transwarp hub. But like, all right, they can
0: just rebuild.
1: You know, they well no, Unimatrix Zero was their shared conscious where all oh, my the, bad. the human. Yeah, versions but didn't of the didn't board
0: they do lit. it by it was so so older Janeway? Had it in her blood, bloodstream, the virus that she based, and the the Borg Queen went to assimilate her, and that's how yes. it spread through the entire Borg. Yes, yes,
1: right? yes, yes, but yes, like, yes, yes, I'm yes. sure
0: that some Borg somewhere survived and like developed yeah.
1: some
2: borgy somewhere. But if the
1: Queen, <laughs> but they're implied that they're drones. So if the Queen can't give you orders, if you're separated from the collective, yeah. you start to revert. You start to revert to your individuality. Well, so but in other series,
2: started- so the problem is the Borg suffer from really inconsistent writing and so in some places <laughs> yeah. it's stated yeah. that yeah. like the cells can operate independently like even yeah. ad infinitum and so i don't know they can be dead I if you also want them to read
1: be or not. in some novel uh star trek novels which is not necessarily canon to this uh you know uh timeline of the shows but that Borg queens can be created <laughs> So you like, could just create another yeah. which thing. But
3: the, but that even but that even makes sense. I think that I think that is you know not confirmed, but I think that can be implied because the fact that yeah. um, you, if you remember when first contact happened, basically they go back in time and whatnot. They start assimilating the enterprise, and boop, before you know it, there's a queen. Um, so it's yeah. like it's it's like the idea of like somebody gets promoted somewhere. It's a, it, it, somewhere, it's entirely yeah. like a beehive. Or like <laughs> and that's yeah, what we need that's one. Scary. So this, we need a be- yeah. we need like, one. We
1: got one here. It is. Yeah. I did enjoy though the the debate on whether they should help or not. I did enjoy like Seven's mm-hmm. perspective, the human perspective, that really quick debate of like, but they're asking for help, and our job when we hear people for help is to help them. And this, if it, they really do need help, we these could be this could be amazing for us and. And then Seven is saying, "No, they've evolved. They're trying to trick you." Yeah,
0: she's like, "Hello," uh, but For it then again.
1: still, but then still, even after that, even I'm watching it and I'm like,
3: "Well, I mean, maybe they could need help." They don't know. Right. Because that's the narrative that I think really Star Trek kind of drills into us. The idea of like, well, every race can be redeemed, you know, like, and it goes all the way back to like, oh, the Klingons are our enemy. Cut to the next generation. Hey, we, 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 we work with the Klingons now kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So I like that they kind of turn that against us a little bit in the idea like you, the viewer going like, I don't know. I don't trust the Borg either, but like this series is always about like kind of you know making new connections and stuff like that you know and so i i I guess maybe like this could be a thing and then it ends up not being
2: i was like disturbed by how little effort they put into trying to even start a negotiation Mm -hmm. like they didn't even Mm -hmm. try to start a negotiation they just sort of went like well maybe they could be helping or maybe they couldn't which is like i don't know you can call that a debate but it was more like a declaration of ideas yeah they debated
1: Mm -hmm. for a little while but i don't think that plot wise they had time because yeah. they the board just suddenly were like no we're coming. We're
0: yeah, not going you to make of time. A I'm on my way. No.
1: Yeah. So, I also thought that Jerry Ryan found her groove, got her groove back as mm. 7 of 9 because I started to feel mm. like more I started to recognize more of the 7 that I I remembered, like in the way she was interacting with other people, just the way mm-hmm. she was saying no and the way she was saying yes, which <laughs> I could never like imitate. But I was like, "Oh, there she is. There's seven. She's here." I
0: can't it's remember funny because it's poem, like it's so. like a, a on its ear kind of version of the um, Elizabeth Holmes Theranos voice. Um,
1: <laughs> <of> the <deep. laughs> yeah, it's yeah, not
0: wrong. It. Yeah.
1: Yes. Hello, I'm Seven of Nine, and I'm going to do a... I have a startup startup company, and I want to be part of your... uh, Do you want to uh, be part of my collective? I am a Borg.
2: (laughs) I felt bad for Seven of Nine in this episode, because she's stuck on on, on Rios' ship with a hologram who's telling her that she's socially inhibited, it's like that's the reason you hang out with holograms because you're socially inhibited and don't want to hang out with real humans. And here is this hologram <laughs> bullying you, right. and being awkward. Yeah, that sucks. God, it sucks. and it you does. imagine playing a computer game and then like a character pops up and is like, "Hey, why don't you have more friends? Hey, maybe you should go outside. <laughs> like, <laughs> so,
1: like I can't right. help you. You have to turn the safeties off." <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, right. <laughs> that's so funny. I-, I also will say that. Um, whether it's the Borg queen or not, whether it's Legion, the design of that thing was really cool. I was really into that. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, I, I like this. Maybe I'll wear that for Pride this year. Who knows? Um, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> might be a little warm for June. Maybe, maybe not. Might maybe, be. <laughs> but um, it definitely Something looks see very through cool."
1: through a little bit, yes. yeah. Yeah, right.
0: Just make it, make it, make it in mesh. You know what I mean?
1: Yes, definitely. make it more mesh than
0: anything else. <laughs> for sure.
1: Uh, did we did he did we pass the part where he ordered the self-destruct sequence? yeah, we we just immediately got there. we yeah. just got there. We just got to the self-destruct part. He ordered that immediately, like he didn't wait and it was like Picard zero zero, zero destruct zero. 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 <laughs> <laughs> zero.
0: but apparently zero. that's a callback to I think one of the Star Trek original um movies. Yes. that that was like Kirk's, I think that was Kirk's uh, similar to, to Kirk's um, I see. Destruct sequence, but also what? didn't sound like that that too hard of a, a sequence zero, zero. To, to break. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: but it's your voice, it's like yeah, it's a a voice, voice break, I don't know, right? future yeah, voice trends, but also that's voices true. can be imitated, so whatever.
0: Hello, sure. Data. Um,
1: yeah. yeah, Self-destruct, yeah. I, I was reading uh, somebody else's, uh, I was just like, I'm just gonna say that I am I didn't come up with this idea myself I read it something <laughs> online but it was uh related to the first contact uh, uh Star Trek first contact when Picard just delayed self-destructing delayed yeah. and delayed and delayed mm-hmm. and that was mm-hmm. like half the movie he was delaying I mean, the self-destructs and uh now he's like self-destruct let's go we can't do this
0: it's so, the opposite of that the line must be drawn here we will go no farther yeah line, yeah yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> But
0: yeah, that's funny. Yeah, hmm. it all does have very, very first contact vibes. You know, time, time opening and uh, mm. board queens and um, yes, yeah. I like that. Um, sorry, do you hear the whining of this dog? He's starting to really. Yes, <laughs> yes you're but supposed it was adorable. Dog
1: sitting me, and you I'm sorry,
0: attention. buddy. I'll be there. We're, we're we're coming to the end of the episode, buddy. I'll be there soon. Mm-hmm. I promise. <clears throat> oh. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry about that, but um, uh, I'll just finish up the episode and we can talk about the whole thing as a whole. Um, So following the blast, Picard awakens back at his home on Earth, only to find it changed from how he remembers it, trying to understand what exactly has occurred. Picard is greeted by the omnipotent Q who informs him that the trial for humanity continues uh, as Picard travels down the ominous road not taken, uh, bringing the season premiere to a close. So, yeah, what
3: do we think? Well, I mean, just kind of taking it as like kind of a one-two punch with, you know, the previous part that we just talked about. I love this kind of like, again, you know, like we 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 talked offline earlier, basically about how like, this is very confident season premiere. One of the things I loved is it threw a lot of stuff onto the table really quickly. And I love the boldness of basically just like, hey, we're going to blow up the ship. We're going to kill everybody. We're going to destroy the fleet. That's episode one, you know? Right. Um, <laughs> Um, I love that, you know, and I think that, and and this gets to, you know, when they announced they were bringing Q back, which it's delightful to see him and mm. I love John Delancey in this role, you know, I, so w- when I'm talking about like quibbles, I'm not talking about something that would have made me go like, I'm not liking this, but I thought they did a good job of explaining like, well, why now? Like why one more time? And I love the idea of like, oh, it's because he dies yeah. and. Q basically decides to scoop him up one more time and just be like, oh no, I'm not, I'm not done. I'm, I'm i have to fuck with you one last time. Like that's yeah. perfect.
2: That's exactly what I need. I love that. It is fucking with him, but it's fucking with him in the service of getting him to loosen up a little, Jean-Luc.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
2: Because yeah. come on, like, like, yes, the that's part of the reason he's there is that is that Jean-Luc <laughs> dies, sure. But the other like thing in the episode is just how like Kind of soulless and committed to duty his life is and how little mm-hmm. he lives for himself like he's we see him as this creature of routine basically and then
0: he's summoned up to duty one last time and then he dies mm-hmm. well and that's why Q has been such an amazing foil for him because he's the exact opposite exactly you know? opposite. lives entirely <laughs> for himself yeah and
1: it's such a beautiful Q character uh, thing to do to wait until he's an old man to fuck with him again like i you thought i was gone just kidding um and i, I think that's sort of what happened in the last episode of the next generation too because he lived yeah. his whole life and then had to go back and then he was involved right. and i love the trial never ends i loved that i mm-hmm. loved picard's expression when he heard q's voice it's like what yes <laughs> what? <laughs> like so out of the blue like what like I came? I don't remember what he said, but it was a perfect expression for it.
0: They also did an uh, incredible job of doing the de-aged cue to the, yeah. the now. I mean, look, that look that was oh, yeah. bang on. I was like, that's so they're good. They're getting
1: better. They're, that is getting better and better and scarier and scarier. How right. people <laughs> can these uh, do look like anything? People don't necessarily even need to be there. To be in the movie, they could right. just d- digitally put them there. I hey. want to know. Yeah, continue.
3: Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I just wanted to say I agree, but also, like, I liked how it was kind of over and done with because. <laughs> I won't get it on a tangent, but I feel like that technology has been used a lot lately. Uh, And for me, it's always been kind of like a creepy effect when it stays on screen for too long. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a personal preference. I completely understand Are you thinking
1: of, are you thinking of uh, Boba Fett? Yes. (laughs) Were you thinking of Boba Fett when
3: you were saying that? (laughs) Where I was going, that effect is cool. And I know we had seen it before, but I was going like, that effect was cool for like five seconds. But like when they tried to kind of do performance, like, you know, and yeah. have like acting around it. That's when I was just like, oh, this is not like, this is creeping me out. I, I do Because not.
1: you can tell that the face has to be very still. Like it, it, ha- it loses some, you know, expression, but I feel they're gonna, they keep doing it cause it's gonna get better every time. And we're gonna <laughs> not be able to tell the difference.
3: Which is creepy so. in and of itself, I feel like, but <laughs> I, you, you're definitely right that they're going to keep doing it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and get and get better at it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Did you catch I forgot to mention in our last um, uh, segment here at Guinan's Bar, her, her Guidance Bar was number 10, Forward Street. Did you oh, guys I catch, catch that? that. Oh.
0: Yeah. No. <laughs> That's lovely. And it was in
1: that's and adorable. it was in the historic district that I do believe showed up in a few Star Trek episodes this historic district. Mm-hmm. That might have been where they had LA. the Bell riots there
0: the Oh. Oh,
1: of LA. oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, LA. yeah, I think it's mm-hmm. that historic uh district.
0: Wow. Oh, that's fascinating. Okay. okay. All right. In LA. I um yeah, I love this and I love that, you know, we also get Picard um Calling for Laris because you show that he's still trying obviously he's trying to find her. Mm-hmm. He's back at his home, doesn't know where she is. He's, he left There's yeah. there and saying goodbye. Stay.
2: Can we talk about yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. He just up and even yes. he, yeah.
1: he thought he'd be back, maybe. Mm-hmm. Wrong. You should always say goodbye.
2: Or
3: leave, a, say no, goodbye.
1: leave, leave, yeah. leave a note
3: Always Leave a note. Yeah, Always leave a note. Whether if you're a Star Trek captain, or if you're just going out for, you know, a gallon of milk. Yes, Send a, a text.
1: Note. And this Oof, is why he Oof. has not been in a successful relationship for all these years, because he mm-hmm. doesn't know those small little relationships
0: to do this. He doesn't have a good work-life balance.
1: He it's doesn't it's have intense. a good work-life balance. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know you gotta just tell somebody when you're gonna where you're going and when you're gonna
0: come back yeah exactly Mm -hmm.
3: exactly um i should have been hanging out with gyne way more often too i'm just gonna say i think that goes right to the point just like if i if gyne was my friend and she was only a transporter ride away basically i would be going there like every Uh, other night like what's going on right i'd be at that
0: bar all the time absolutely yes yeah i agree i agree um but you can tell it was fun to see Picard sort of put together that that his reality has changed. And I did see a still from um, this coming episode this week, and it's a picture of Q holding what looks like a Cardassian skull with a bullet hole in the middle of it. Oh <laughs> so, my! God. Oh, oh my! God. I feel like I feel like all those artifacts you were talking about that were yeah. previously there have been replaced with like war trophies. Whoa! Well, yeah. Well, so was what it? Was you, it you guys? Sorry, yeah. I was about to say, was it bullet hole or was like that
3: spoon?
2: You know, indentation. The bullet hole was in he...
3: the spoon. Oh my God. Oh,
2: yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, right? Do you guys, what did you guys think of the portrait that we saw of alternate timeline Picard, where he's dressed in that black uniform. And I think there's an emblem and I think it had eagles on it, if I recall correctly. That hmm. was pretty cool. I I, I only I
1: thought that like, correctly. I, whenever I see portraits, I only think who, who painted that?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause they, they hire someone <laughs> to do that. Yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> did that? Is that a job? Is that a job I can have? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I think it was cool. It definitely shows you the stark, the stark difference in realities. Him in all black and eagles, and yeah, terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. the eagle is like,
2: I, yeah, sorry. Oh,
3: I was just gonna say the eagle is. Um, I don't know, you know, like I, I've, I've seen, you know, it was an eagle, and whatnot, right? Basically, it was, it was, it was an eagle, and I feel like. I don't know. Like, I don't know if this is a trope or not. I don't know if it happens often, but usually when things are replaced by eagles, like, usually it's often kind of bad news, kind of. And like, I, I feel like. What's like a neo Nazi Nazi thing? 100%. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. yeah uh huh. So, you know, I feel like that's definitely, you know, the
0: direction we're going in, I
3: think, for what this alternate future is.
0: The the, the, the the episode, right? Not the current reality we are personally experiencing. Sorry, I was just making sure. I, I, I will leave I will leave the listener to decide what I meant by that. Okay, good. Carrie, what were you gonna say?
1: I um I was thinking about the synth that was his housekeeper. Oh, yeah. Um and I had thought that was the same uh synth that um was responsible for blowing up uh, Mars uh, Utopia Planitia. He did uh, look Mars familiar. Looks looked similar. I thought it was that. I thought it was that one, which I think made it uh, kind of interesting. Um, well, yeah. or
2: at least the same model. Mm-hmm. Definitely or the same, same model,
1: model. And that, I think that was in a short track. That wasn't in a, was that? That was such I'm, a
2: creepy short track. I did not yeah. like that one. It just made me uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: I'm looking up right now that it is definitely the same actor,
1: okay. whether it's the,
3: whether it's the same exact unit is up in the air, but it's definitely the same <laughs> okay. model and the same actor. Yeah.
1: Great. Yeah. yeah. So there's, that's something. So it's maybe Mars, nev- the station never blew up and um,
0: but maybe, maybe is-
1: Romulans are not refugees. Maybe all the Romulans are gone.
0: Well, also is, is Picard now human in this, Switch to time zone? it right? has yeah. gotta be, right? gotta be. Yeah.
2: Maybe, I don't know.
1: Questions, 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 mm, I can't wait. questions.
0: I can't wait
2: for this next episode. <laughs> I mean, it really, Scream yeah. is very, yeah. like, I don't know, especially with a Cardassian skull like shot through, that's very Terran Empire to me. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Like mirror universe.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love <laughs> it. What, what if see? the Borg Kate, were coming through from the mirror, mirror universe, but in the mirror universe, the Borg are like, chill. Like, they're just cool. Yeah. (laughs) What if they're like, you can join if you want. We don't have to. (laughs) What if the Borg are hunted?
3: Because, you know, effectively, what if we're basically the Borg of this timeline? Not literally, but the idea, like, we're the ones to be scared of. Yeah. Something
1: happened because in this alternate timeline, Seven of Nine never became Seven of Nine. She never became a Borg. Right, she's human. So her parents never were assimilated by the Borg. She was never assimilated. She's human.
2: I know this isn't the focus of the episode, but I've always been really frustrated by what they did with the Borg after Next Gen, because they had the potential to be so interesting. I read this theory about the Borg and how somebody theorized that they were farming us for technology. And that explains why they only ever sent one cube at a time to destroy an entire civilization when they could send like many but they send one, they see how we adapt to it. And then they steal those technological advancements for themselves and then like repeat every once in a while. And that's such a cool theory, right? Mm. But instead they just kind of got written off and destroyed. Yeah, well that
3: that was always my issue with, you know, Voyager actually just a little bit if only because like, I think Seven's an awesome character. I just never liked the idea that we keep We kept bringing the Borg back as adversaries. But they
1: made the Borg. I feel like we had to get rid of them because we made them so powerful. It's like you can't (laughs) can't move forward with an adversary this powerful. We have to figure out a way to get past it.
0: And they were so powerful we had to get another enemy from fluidic space to come and scare them off yes uh, and right? that was awesome
1: <laughs>
3: And that was awesome um i felt like because i i agree they probably had to get rid of them i just felt like they kind of took the long way around to doing that where there were plenty of times where they popped up where they were supposed to be threatening and for me i was just like man nah, that that check's been cashed for me honestly I, I felt that way in the 90s and i felt na- that now and yeah so yeah just just just
0: how i feel mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's fair. That's a fair. It's a fair point. Um, I all I know is I'm really excited to see how this um, season of Picard unfolds. It's going to yeah. be really exciting. This, this episode's too. been great. I um, love Q. Oh,
2: like he's such yeah. an antidote to some so of like the self-importance good. and pretension that's been in Star Trek recently. Mm-hmm. I know me talking about self-importance and pretension, <laughs> but still, <laughs> like come on, Q is like how a show does how a show tries to not take itself seriously. You know?
3: Yeah. Yes. Well, I I. I Well, I mean, yeah, I I agree. And also like one of the things I love about Q and he would always ping pong between these two modes in his next gen episodes is like. Sometimes he's just kind of like kind of glib in a very entertaining way. And sometimes he was just very glib in a chilling way. And I always, I always really enjoyed that dynamic yeah. of like, yes, he's irreverent, but also he's someone who could throw the enterprise in a scenario where a hundred, you know, crew members die. And when Picard complains about it, he's basically just like, Oh, I don't care about that at all. Like that, that, that number means
2: nothing to me. Your people. Mean maybe, maybe you should have made some better decisions. Mon Capitan. Right. Right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And he's,
0: well, Yeah. Oh, I love that they brought him in, in that first episode not thinking that that character would be what it has become, but they just love John Delancey so much and what he's done with it that they just kept writing him in as much as possible to the, se- the series, which is mm-hmm. mm-hmm. a yeah. testament to just doing a good job every day and, and you yeah. get more work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, one
3: thing we didn't um, she she appeared very briefly, but like one one character we didn't really spend much time with this episode was Soji. Uh-huh. And I'm curious about that, especially because like you know, d- depending upon how the rest of the season, like everyone else now, obviously, obviously, because I know how TV shows work. Everyone who just died this week, basically, I have a feeling we're going to be seeing them in the next couple of weeks. I don't know. Just a just a gut. Th- but like Soji is the only one that makes just makes me go like, well, how are they going to work her in? Actually, because, you know, she has a very she has a history. And not only that, she wasn't even
2: on the Rios ship. Maybe she's leading a synth rebellion. Mm, that could be. That I could feel be. like that's the most natural thing I can think of. Right. They clearly still have since and they they're treating them as like labor Mm, if if there's one working as Picard's butler. I
1: I think that's a good theory. I think that the way she is that we know her didn't come over into this new universe. I think we're going to see that character as different.
0: More robotic kind of. Yeah, Yeah, I think Mm -hmm. we're going to see
1: a different version of that
0: character theories Theories. theories. Well, I think we're going to see a lot of theories. familiar faces because I think I think Brent Spiner is going to be on this season I think mm-hmm. um I, I I once again I'm hoping that that Gates McFadden will somehow appear but I'm not holding my breath Gates <laughs> McFadden. I love it
1: the only my favorite character probably one of top like every time I say that I change my mind but top favorite character is the the Holographic Doctor uh, from uh, oh. Voyager. And it's I awesome. just want him to come back. Like, I just want him back, and there's no reason why he can't come back.
0: <laughs> also, <laughs> talk about someone who takes the, that takes the self-importance out of people. You, I'm sure Jay loves the Doctor. It's gotta yeah. love the Doctor. <laughs> yeah. Doctors. He's my favorite, totally great. favorite character of all. It's fabulous. So. Well, well, good. Well, any any other final thoughts or recommendations uh, after this this great episode we've seen?
1: Bring our favorite characters back. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Justice for Bev. Justice for Bev.
2: Justice bring for bring Bev. them. Bring them back, but only if you've actually watched what they were in and thought through how they might change.
3: Mm.
0: <laughs> yes, I like that.
3: Yes. Don't bring them back. Just cause, like, give don't them stuff.
0: Them do. Don't bring no, them back. Don't. Yeah.
3: Don't ruin
1: our childhood. Don't ruin our, right. dad, don't,
0: don't ruin her to our me. childhood. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they bring bring Crusher back, but really she's just doing, you know, uh, black market um, plastic surgery. Yeah. Um, on, a, on, a fr- on a Ferengi freighter. <laughs> oh, interesting. Well, and, well knowing and, her,
2: there'd be yeah. some reason why, because of, yeah. I don't know, maybe the Federation decides it's like too risky, but she, there's some subset of people yeah. who need the surgery yeah. in order to survive mm-hmm. some disease. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, that could be.
1: I, I think at the end of the card, everybody's going to be a synth. Self- and no, you know, nobody's left but synths, and you're a synth, and I'm everybody's a synth, and it's very Battlestar Galactica.
0: <laughs> I love it. Just a bunch of toasters makes sense to me. <laughs> uh-huh. mm-hmm. a bunch of toasters, Bracken <laughs> toasters, unbelievable.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, now I want to sing the Battlestar Galactica theme, uh, but wait, I won't. Do it. I won't. Uh, no, no, because okay. uh, I—it's I, just uh, the.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I
0: I only oh. remember it's just like a lot of like Anya kind of uh, singing uh, sounds over yeah. you know, just the darkest mu- music you've ever heard. And then Ooh. drums, lots and lots. And then of drums, 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 yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, well, thank you so much, my friends, for joining me on this uh, this great recap episode of the Prime Subjective. Um, we will catch you next week. We are um, going to try to fit in Picard and a little bit of the uh, the end of Discovery, so you'll see some episodes pop up from us. Um, but until then, we will end this episode, um, not with a song, but with, uh, a poem. Oh, Capitan, my Capitan. No, I'm kidding. I won't. I won't that. <laughs> my, oh,
1: Mon Capitan.